You are listening to the Healing Pact Podcast, a place where women of color come to share their stories and their revelations. I'm talking about the good, the bad, and the ugly. Here, we highlight resilience, as well as validate and normalize real emotions and experiences. We push each other to be our best selves, a beacon of hope and an advocate for change. I am your host, Melina Sadler, licensed clinician, mom of one, and a survivor of childhood sexual assault. It is my mission to get women comfortable talking about their trauma, as I believe sharing our stories can encourage others to speak up and be real about our mental health. As women of color, we need to recognize how our identity plays a role in our past suffering. However, it also equips us with everything that we need to push through the hard stuff. If you like what you hear, make sure to subscribe to keep up with all the new releases of new episodes. Thank you so much for listening. Be well and be encouraged. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Healing Pack podcast. I am your host, Melina Sadler, licensed mental health counselor in the state of New York, licensed professional counselor in the state of Connecticut. I wanted to continue this conversation that we had in the last episode about teaching people how to treat you. And when I was thinking about that topic and how well received it was, I wanted to further the conversation just a little bit more because it prompted me to think about why there's sometimes this imbalance in friendships and relationships. And a lot of times it's this idea of like my friends are not matching my energy. And it prompted me to think about the quote, elevation requires separation. And I know that that's very challenging for a lot of people because there's also this societal push to stick to your day ones and to maintain these childhood friendships and relationships that you thought you'd have forever. But sometimes things change. You know, sometimes you go off to different schools, you get different types of jobs, you go off into different career paths, and sometimes your friends simply just can't keep up with what you're doing, you can't keep up with what they're doing, and then things start to feel like a challenge, and sometimes issues such as jealousy pops up, sometimes there are concerns of who's putting more into the relationship and who's not, and sometimes you also feel like you're talking to a brick wall. You know, you're sharing your dreams, you're sharing your goals and your ambitions sometimes with your friends and nothing happens. You may get the generic, you know, that's wonderful, that's great, happy for you, glad you're doing great things, but then there's no support when you put those things out there. Um, You know, they're still doing things or entertaining things that you have leveled up from. And it can be frustrating. And then, you know, it sometimes it causes that internal conflict of, is this my space? And are these still my people? And it doesn't matter if these are people that you knew when you were toddlers. It doesn't matter if your parents are still best friends. Sometimes these relationships just change. Because what I've noticed a lot, especially when talking to some of my clients and talking to some of the people in my life, there's this constant feeling of feeling alone 
in a room full of people. And that's not a good feeling to have. And usually that's because there's some form of an internal conflict going on. And it doesn't mean that you're the problem. It doesn't mean that you've necessarily grown apart from your friends. It could simply just be that the reciprocity is not there. You know, you may have a great relationship with some of your friends, but one thing I've learned about becoming an adult is you have to learn to put your friends in categories because going into these friendships, expecting everyone to not be you, but give you the same type of energy that maybe you put out into all of your relationships is really setting yourself up for failure. A lot of people cannot handle that level of responsibility. A lot of people are not that attentive to the needs of those around them. And because of that, they fail at it. And some people just flat out don't try. And I know that that can be really hard for those of us who have really big hearts, who are really passionate about our friendships and the connections that we make with people. So when we don't get that back, it feels like nobody cares. It feels like you're the friend that's always easily accessible. You're the one that's going to bat for people. And then it feels like nobody's in your corner going to bat for you. And that's a terrible feeling to feel. And it's something that unfortunately we go through multiple times in our lives as we get to new stages over and over. These are things that tend to come up for us because life is ever evolving. So when you're that friend that is constantly on to the new thing, constantly doing things to better your life, increase your finances, just make yourself happy and not just content, you're going to be faced with a lot of those challenges. You're going to be faced with friends that don't have the energy to do the things that you're doing. A lot of people are simply content with their life and they're okay with that. And when we're the type of person that is always looking for bigger, better, and wanting more, it doesn't feel good to know that you are over here doing this all the time and you're busy because you're committed to this and it's your favorite thing to do and you want others to understand it and you want to bring your friends into it. You want them to share that happiness with you, but they're just not interested. Maybe they start something and you support them 110% because that's the type of love and support that you want for yourself. And when you realize you're not getting it, sometimes you might go into these situations and you might push yourself to show them this is what a friend is supposed to do. A friend is supposed to help you promote what you're doing. A friend is supposed to help you figure out the logistics, you know, be there to be a listening ear, to bounce ideas off of, or to even hold you accountable. But sometimes even being that friend and having those responsibilities for a friend or a group of friends for that matter that don't do the same for you is exhausting. And it's not fair to be that person that they know that they can always count on, but you can't count on them. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yes, it hurts. But I think the easier and the faster that people come to the realization of which friend they are in that situation, the quicker you'll be able to make the adjustments needed to make sure that that doesn't continue to linger on your spirit. It sucks, yes. It's always the people that you expect to be with you forever, to be the ones to support you. And nine times out of 10, that's usually not the case. 
I definitely want to shout out and give kudos to those friends who are there for their friends through thick and thin, who are there for every changing opportunity, every promotion, every step up in life, whether it's getting a new job, getting a promotion, graduating from something, becoming a parent, moving out of the state, moving out of the country, finding love, just these wonderful milestones that can happen for people. If you're that friend that is ride or die, you know, no matter what, just there, pushing and cheering them on, kudos to you because I want you to know you are a rare breed. And I wish I didn't have to say that. I really wish that everybody had it in them to be that friend, to be that support that their friends need so that they can feel love and they can feel appreciated and they can have the motivation and the willpower to push through the hard times and truly get what they want so that when they get their business idea, they know what they need to do because they know that they have the support. They know that they have someone that's going to help them get it off the ground. Even if that's not their area of expertise, there's always something they can do, right? If you are someone who sells products, your friend can help you make labels, They can help you package your product, you know, until you have the revenue to get a team. They can help you share your flyers. They can refer people to you, you know, like word of mouth. The littlest things can help. But sometimes for some reason, people see that as big things. I tell people all the time, even with this podcast, this is something that I'm truly passionate about. You know, a lot of it I know sometimes is just talking, you know, things that I experience. But I can count on my hands how many people I personally know that may listen to my episodes. I'm not holding it against anybody that might not listen. But, you know, you see the results. You see the numbers. And you sometimes you wonder, oh, I wonder why so-and-so didn't listen or why so-and-so didn't support this or how come this person didn't share this? And it's very easy to get wrapped up in things like that. And it's very easy to feel bad about yourself when things like that happen. But I'm advising you strongly, strongly do not fall into that rabbit hole because it will cause a divide in your friendships that doesn't need to be there. The best way to handle these types of situations is to understand the capacity that your friends can operate in. You have some friends who, you know, will be there for you through everything that you need. No matter what you need, you call them, they're there. You have some friends who are just there for family engagements. You have some friends that you can travel with. You have some friends that you can go to events with. You have some friends that you can go on double dates with. Some friends that maybe you can do play dates with because maybe both of you are parents. And then you just have some friends that maybe are only good enough to go to the club with, only good enough to gossip with, only good enough to talk about that TV show with, and that's okay. But just like I said in a previous episode, we have to be careful with our friendships. We have to pay attention to reciprocity. We have to pay attention to how much we are pouring into others and not pouring into ourselves because all that good bubbly energy that a lot of us have that we want our friends to feel We're pouring and pouring and pouring. Some of us are damn near drowning our friends in this good energy, and they don't want it. 
They would rather be content. They would rather complain. They would rather do nothing to change the situation of their lives. And here you are constantly overexerting yourself and pushing yourself to hope that they're going to match your energy, that they're going to level up and do the things that you would love for them to do, the things that they say they want, but their actions are just not lining up with it. It's not your problem. It may feel like it's your problem, but it's not your problem. As I said, you are a priority. Like You come first. If you see that it's not working, stop doing it. It really doesn't help. The best example you can be is to show them what it looks like when someone has a commitment to who they are and what they want. Show them that it's possible to travel, to get the job you want, to get the salary increase you want, to get into the school that you want. Show them what real commitment looks like. That's your role. Because at least in that way, you're just modeling the behavior. You're not taking any energy to try to fix their situation. It's not your job to fix anything going on with your friends. If you have a disagreement and you want to talk about it and fix that, sure. But as far as who they are as a person, their personality and their capabilities, that's not your job. Essentially, that was their parents' job and maybe they failed at that. Or maybe just life experiences shifted your friendships to where they needed to be and based on their experiences, they make the choices that they make. Again, has absolutely nothing to do with you. You are just simply part of their story, but you're not their story. At the end of the day, they have to go to sleep with themselves and they have to figure out what they need for their life, whether you're included or not. And unfortunately, a lot of friendships fail because of these issues. You know, um, you end up growing apart. Because sometimes as you're sitting there committed and, and overly devoted to bettering your life, and they're sitting there content, you guys may not have anything in common at one point. And the friendship may just fail. It may fizzle out. You may hear from them here and there. And then at that point, they might end up being an acquaintance. That person may not be your sis. And this is something I spoke about recently. We have to be very careful with labels. There's a lot of mislabeling going on with friendships. Everybody's not your sis, your bro, your cousin, you know, your sugar mama, like (laughs) everybody is not your right hand man or woman. Some people are just peers. Some people are just coworkers or colleagues or, you know, advisors, consultants. Like we have different roles for different people. And that's why I said it's really important to pay attention to what role they play in your life and in what capacity And put them in that box. They don't have to know that they're in that box. But that's the only way that you're going to be able to keep peace of mind because your sanity is important and it comes first. You cannot be easily accessible to everybody that feels like they need you. You cannot pour from an empty cup. You can't even pour from a half-filled cup. Fill it up first before you start thinking about pouring into other people. Because like I said, a lot of times you're pouring all your energy and then there's nothing left for you. Where does that leave you at the end of the day when you say that you're committed to yourself? Yes, you may want to see your friends flourish, but don't let them flourish to the point that they surpass you because you stop being committed to what you said you want to do. Just like they say on the airlines when they go over the safety procedures, put your mask on first. 
then you can worry about putting the mask on to the person next to you that may need assistance. You need that oxygen first. You need to breathe that life into you first before you can breathe any life into anyone else. Until you are a parent, you are not obligated or responsible for any other individual but yourself. So if you are single and unmarried, when I say single, I mean unmarried, and you don't have kids, the only person you should really be focused on is yourself. Everyone else has to live their life. They have to deal with the actions that they have. And that's not to say that you can't care about your parents, your cousins, your siblings. They have to make decisions for themselves. You are simply just a portion of who they are. You're a role in their life, just like your friends are a role in your life. But you cannot prioritize anybody else over yourself and expect your life to look the way you need it to look. And it's really that simple. Sometimes our friends are not going to match our energy. And I can tell you that firsthand because I am one of those people that are constantly thinking about the next thing. It's really hard for me sometimes to live in the moment. And I've really been focusing on that over the last years, really learning to slow myself down, being happy with where I am in life, but still also simultaneously working on the things that I feel like I deserve, working on creating that lifestyle that I want. But I'm not going to deplete myself being that friend. It's okay sometimes to look at the message and say, I don't have the energy right now to deal with this. And eventually you get to a point where maybe you can vocalize that. It's not always easy, but sometimes you need to take the time to say, I don't have the energy for this right now. I can't be the strong friend that answers the phone every single time someone's in crisis. I have to see where I am, capacity, mentally, emotionally. It's not fair to be the friend that people run to all the time. It's not fair to always be in crisis and solution-focused and safety planning mode all the time. Yes, you may want to be a resource for your friends. Yes, you may want them to know that you care about them. There are ways to show people you care about them without being their end-all, be-all. They need to learn to be their end-all, be-all. You are not to be a substitute for that. You can be a support, but you are not a substitute for what they need to do in their life. So please, don't take on the burden of that. It's okay if your friends don't match your energy. It's okay if you cannot expect them to fulfill certain roles. You honestly just have to make a mental note And make sure you're not making the same mistakes with them over and over again. That you're not depleting yourself by trying to make them something that they're not. Expecting you from everybody that you meet is one of the biggest ways that you're going to feel like you're failing. It's one of the biggest ways. Everybody's not going to be you. Everybody's not going to give you what you give them. And it's really for you to check how much you're giving in the first place. If somebody's pouring into you, they're keeping you accountable, they're there for you like all day, every day, they show up for you, show up for them. But if people are religiously not showing up for you, you need to check yourself and make sure that you're not constantly putting yourself in a position to feel this one-way relationship where you get nothing. 
And I know that a lot of people struggle with this idea of, oh, it's not tit for tat. It's not tit for tat. It's called reciprocity. There's a give and take. Relationships are meant to have a component of people actively working to develop a solid foundation so that the relationship can flourish. It's not meant for one person to hold the relationship on their back and expect harmony. It doesn't work like that because it's not fair. When that person falls off their game, who's going to hold up the relationship? The minute that person's not available and it's the end of the world, how is that fair to them? That you weren't holding up your side of it. It takes two people or more to make relationships work. Make sure that you're holding up your end of the bargain if you're going to be a willing participant. And if not, then you need to excuse yourself. But make sure you pay attention to what you're pouring into and make sure to pay special attention to who's pouring into you. Don't spend all your time focusing on who's not because that's going to send you down a dark path that may be hard to come back from. So I'm going to leave you all with that today. Take a scan of the people in your life and make decisions as you see fit. Don't hold back. You don't owe anybody anything, but you owe yourself everything. Have a great rest of your week. I will see you all in the next episode. See you later.